The old corral is overstocked, so I want you to come on down tomorrow when Colonel Furniture Co-op will pay your sales tax. Mosey on down and you'll find fantastic deals on a quarter of a million dollars of furniture and appliances. Plus, we will pay your sales tax, partner. Living room, bedroom, dining room, it's all here for immediate delivery. Put your brand on a great deal tomorrow only when we will pay your sales tax. That's Colonel Furniture Co-op, 843 Main Street. Remember, we knocked the out of our competitors' prices. Sleepover. Awesome. What's up, pals? Nick Hill. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> Knock the shit out of her. <laughs> I guess his number one son wasn't around by that time. No, not yet. Uh, episode 56 of the Mezzanine Sleepover. What's uh, up, friends? Hey, pals. I am uh, one of your pals. My name is uh, Alan. On Twitter, you can find me at Slip with Five Eyes or Sleep. At Megamix.com. Check it in. Uh, What's up, peoples? Uh, if you if you made it through the SummerSlam review, uh, apologies for the audio issue, um, but I believe I'm very confident that I've cleared it up, and I'm feeling fucking energized. Yeah, it was. Uh, we recorded uh, two episodes and uh, had to had to ditch one of them. So now what you have is this. Yeah. As your replacement, so we're actually quite excited. Yes. We've, this- uh, we've never actually had to ditch a full episode before. It felt kind of nice. <laughs> it's like, and we were like, well, we could redo it. It's like, but that's not fun. Also, though, it's like quality control on the sleepover. What? <laughs> we're like, you know, let's do something for the listeners. Like, you know, for the first episode, we're like, ah, fuck it. Push it out. <laughs> <laughs> Let them listen to shit. <laughs> Still only 72 of you. So that's that's, that's it. That, I mean, that's just the followers, though. The yeah. listeners have got to be in in the multitudes. Yes. Uh, so we are going to uh, get to something very exciting. And, and funny enough, there's been conversation on twitter kind of surrounding this uh, yeah this uh a a conversation started last night um a a couple of conversations happened last night it was kind of fun by the way Uh, we're um, we're recording this on the uh it's the 29th here the 28th there the conversation took place on 27th the saturday night of yeah and into the morning of of the 28th on sunday morning so it was it was a late night convo i was out at the lake and uh everybody gone to bed and what we had done was uh, it's kind of twofold what's going on here. So the first thing that happens is we, we we're going to re-record our shows, our show, and then do another one. And the plan was to do next week was to was to record next week's at the same time we're recording this one. And uh, you know uh, we were going to get Phil in and do Return of the Jedi, and that was set. And then we kind of couldn't get a hold of Phil, so you said, "Well, let's have a backup." And so we were like, "Well, okay, well, let's do WrestleMania 10 because I had a VHS copy of it out of the lake." So I'm sitting there last night kind of prepping for a show that we aren't going to do because we already recorded our show with Phil. Look for that next week. It's a, a long discussion about Return of the Jedi, so it'll be fun. Um, oh, we'll, but, do, uh, we'll, we'll talk about we'll talk about the uh, pay-per-view, just not on these Oh, yeah, things. not yet. Yeah. So I'm watching this last uh, – la- for me, it was last night. It was, it was Saturday night. It's Sunday night now. And, uh, you know, there's a discussion going on about uh, – 
I can't remember. It was like it was kind of like uh, I, I kind of summed it up as talking grunge. Here's how it started. Sad sack Jets fan. Our, our pal Sad Sack Jets fan who who credit or who promotes our show with his T-shirt. Yeah, he walks around Saint Vitel with that shirt on. Yeah, uh, he uh, had a poll, and this poll was for you to vote for one of four bands. I believe Nirvana, Pearl Jam, Soundgarden, and Allison Chains. Exactly. Okay. And so we're talking grunge, and it's a big discussion. You know, the usual suspects are flying in there. Fucking, you know, RB, and uh, you know, he he always likes to talk about the grunge music. Yeah. And uh, people are having a discussion. It's going it's going quite fun. And then, uh, you know, I dropped in. It's like, yeah, you know, out of these out of these four bands you put, here's where I ranked them in our top twenty five uh, when we did our our show. And so, of course, then it went in. People were looking at it, and then you know, giving you some guff on your choices, and <laughs> and you know, it was, it was some good back and forth. It was fun. It was a good time. And then, uh, and then, Sad Sack today, I guess, started talking about you know worst songs, and so we were like, "Fuck, hey, <laughs> we're doing a show on that today. We are going to see it tomorrow." You know, so uh, it kind of went that way. So we got some. Uh, some little cross promotion in there. So we're doing, we're going to be doing a tournament on the worst songs and we'll give you some it's details. A tournament, in a second. Uh, just before we get into that, there's one thing I want to talk about. We, we normally like we, we tape in case you didn't know, we tape multiple episodes at a time. Yes. So typically the first episode, we also kind of catch up, but you yes. know, usually it's been two or three weeks. In this case, we spoke last week. Yes. So I don't know if there's been a lot of news. No, not really. Um, but because we were actually prepping to do a wrestling episode, yep. Uh, I wanted to share a wrestling-related thing. Okay. With, with you, did you see or hear about the Miz? Yes. So, did you see the promo? I fucking saw it. All right. So here's what happened. Um, there is there are two people involved in this. There's Daniel Bryan. Yeah, uh, and there was the Miz. So da- I guess Brian Danielson and Mark Miz- or Mike Mizanin. Yeah. So d- who are Daniel Bryan and the Miz on WWE television? Now Daniel Bryan uh, has had to retire from wrestling because there are legit uh, concussion concerns. Yes. And in real life, it's a little bit of a contentious point because he he has doctors telling him he's fine, and he has other doctors telling him he's not. And the WWE doctors are the ones that won't allow him to wrestle. So Rightfully so. Yeah. Smart by them. So he's under contract. I think he part of him wants to wrestle, but he has retired. Yeah. But he's still on WWE television. And he's as, tried to get out of his contract yeah. to go wrestle independently, but he can't. So he's, what is he, the general manager of SmackDown or yeah, something? Yes. And The Miz is a, he's been around for about 10 years and, and never kind of been respected. And let's be honest, like. As a as a performer, wrestling wise, he's he's not great. Like he's relatively generic, yeah, and safe. And as a promo, he's fine. And he's he's uh, it's not this is not the only reason he has a job. But the main thing that he does well is that he's their media guy. Yeah, yeah, and and that was what he was brought up as. Like he was involved in media before he got into WWE. Yeah, he was a reality show guy. Yeah. So what show was he on Real World or something? He was on Real World, yeah. Yeah, there you go. So they did a pay per view last week. It was SummerSlam, and The Miz had a match with uh, Apollo Cruz, and yeah. it was a nothing match. It was about six minutes, and The Miz won, and it was a clean win. Yeah. Uh, so then two days later on SmackDown, which is their one of their weekly television shows, 
they did the show, and I guess The Miz wasn't on it. Nope. And so then they do this show only on the network, so you have to stream it, and it's called Talking Smack. And it's like, you know, 15, 20 minutes after the show where they kind of break it down and do interviews. And it's just yeah. it's just extra content. They have, like, this large commentary desk yeah. host, hosted by Renee Young. And Daniel Bryan is there with her, and they're bringing on guests. So they bring on, like, Nikki Bella, and yeah. know, they, had, they had a few other ones on the show. So the fucking Miz shows up with Maurice, his wife. <laughs> yep. yep. And he he starts talking, and I'll, I'll I have the clip, so I'm going to play it. But I'll I'll, it. I'll talk I'll talk about it up to the point where I start playing it. Yep. So he comes on, and he's bent out of shape because he's not on he's not on these shows. And it's like storyline, like this is what he's right. Yeah. Like you got to assume. Yeah, and so he basically says to Daniel Bryan, like, "What's your problem with me?" Yeah, why am I not on the show? Why am I not on the show? So here's what happens from there. Uh, there's no gentle way to say it. To me, you wrestle like a coward. You wrestle like somebody who's, I, af- who's afraid to get hit. Like, I, I, re- I, wrestle, I wrestle like, like a coward. You I, wrestle like a coward. I'm the one? If I, if I were to create a wrestler who, to me, like embodies, like when I was an independent guy and I was thinking like, oh, okay, what's the soft WWE style? It would be that. WWE has transformed in the last... Hold on. You, you, had a, you, you had your chance to talk. You, you're the one that called me a coward in, in the wrestling ring. I'm the coward in the wrestling ring. Yeah. But let's talk about cowards for one second. Okay. The reason I wrestle the way I wrestle is because I can do it day in and day out all the time for 10 plus years i have never never in my career ever have been injured i don't get injured for six months to a year i am here each and every week but you sit there and call me a coward i'm the coward wait let me tell you about a coward let me tell you about a guy who tells his wwe fans the people that he loves that he will be back he promises them i promise you i will be back in one year's time to claim this title but you didn't daniel did you but i'm the coward i'm the one that doesn't love the fans if they would let me come back i would come back oh if you you would yeah you would you you love that wwe ring you love being wrestling you love being right in that wrestling ring and you love wrestling, right? Well, why don't you quit? Why don't you quit and go to the bingo halls with your indie okay, friends? I think you need to then, calm. Huh? No, that's not, no, what, this, that's this. not what this show's we about. The GM have this. Thank you very much, Renee. This is a great show, but we're talking here. I need to talk to you real quick because the fact is you're the one that calls me the coward, but you're the one that doesn't get in the WWE ring again. No, don't you walk away from me, Daniel. Don't you walk away. I'm the one that loves the fans. I'm the one that loves everyone and everything. You're the one that gets up and walks away every single time you're the coward i am not a coward i am your intercontinental champion and there's a reason i am the title reason making this the most relevant prestigious title that wwe has and i deserve the respect on smackdown live get that camera right here Understand that this is day 141 of the never-ending Intercontinental Championship World Tour. And I swear to you, I promise you, it will be the most relevant title on SmackDown Live. I could care less about those little kids on, on, on for the tag team titles and the women's championship and the WWE championship. This is my show. My show. And I'm sick of all of you, my GM, sitting there criticizing me, calling me the coward. You're the cowards. I'm the one here, day in and day out, in that wrestling ring, beating people up. Thank you very much. (laughs) Awesome. There you go, some fire. Awesome. Uh, It was a work. 
It has to be a work, right? It, like, yeah. there's no, there's no way around that. It's a work. But what I like about it is that one thing that they said before uh, the part that I played that I liked is that Daniel Bryan was like, okay, well, I watched your match with Apollo Cruz. Yeah. And I was impressed. I was more impressed with Apollo Cruz than you. And, and Miz was like, I fucking won. Yeah. <laughs> like, so good. Because Daniel Bryan, at least the way they've played this out, is talking from a, like, you know, and this is a problem with wrestling. Some wrestlers, Dolph Ziggler is a big one where it's a problem where they talk about, like, I want to steal the show and have the best match. And it's like, this is supposed to be real life. Your goal is to fucking win. Yep. Like that's all you should care about is winning. Yep. Uh, but, but people don't talk like that. Nope. So the Miz is like, well, I won and I don't get hurt. Yep. So I can keep fucking wrestling and winning. Yep. Uh, and, uh, so I don't know what they're going to do with it. Cause Daniel Bryan's legitimately retired. Like that's a promo you cut to, to lead to a match. I know. And that's, it's, it's a bit of a shame, but what a great promo. Best promo. Best the guy. one I've heard in years. Yeah, and the best one the dudes ever cut. And it's unscripted. No, uh, yeah, that part's unscripted. Get, like the unscripted stuff. Well, well, if if it's a work, but you know, you can tell that this is not a guy reading off a script. No, not at all. And, and it's it's great, and and that that's what it needs more of. Uh, the shows, by the way, last week, as with the year before, uh, the NXT show so much better than the SummerSlam. Yeah. Like, the NXT show was so good. SummerSlam wasn't awful. It was just long again. Yeah. Um, and it ended with Brock Lesnar busting up Randy Orton. Did you hear about that? Yeah, he was elbowing him in the head. He put an elbow across his head, and, and the dude was, like, pouring blood out of the top of his head. Awesome. And then he got into a fight with Chris Jericho. So good. He went to the back, and Jericho was like, well, that ending was bullshit. And I, and I guess Brock thought that Jericho was addressing him, which I don't think he was. But then Brock got all into got into it, and Jericho's not backing down. Fucking Jericho, all, all just that doesn't give a shit. Well, I think I was hearing Lance Storm talk about it. Yeah. Lance Storm, who got trained with Jericho, and Lance Storm said, like Jericho, like in situations like that, he might he he knows that he may not win, but he's not backing down. Nope. So uh, anyway, so some uh, drama in wrestling. Well, good. Yeah. Because fucking boring. Otherwise. Yeah, it's not good. Uh, it's not good otherwise. You're geared up. you got Survivor Series coming up. Uh, I'm going to an NXT show on the 22nd. Yep. They're coming to Toronto, and then Survivor Series in November, which, like, it's so much can change by then because of this stupid fucking company changing their minds on stuff. So who, who even knows what I'm going to see? Like, what they're like, you, you have no idea what they're gearing up for long term. No. But yeah, Survivor Series should be okay. Yeah, good stuff. So I'm sure we'll, we'll I'm sure we'll review a Survivor Series or two before then. But yes, we planned on doing WrestleMania 10, but uh, yes. plans change. We have both watched it, so uh, stay tuned for that down the road because I yeah, you I, can hear me talk about my favorite sign. Oh, good, and I've I'll, got, I'll say it now because I want to talk about the person in the crowd who had the sign that was just Bret Hart's hair and his sunglasses. <laughs> yes, his Amazing. stringy hair, stringy hair. <laughs> yeah. It's all the, it's all he yeah, has shades and stringy greasy hair. Well, that's Um for me, yeah, I was out at the lake this weekend and uh, I, I had to tell this story because it's it's a good one I think. Okay. So we we uh we're at Victoria Beach and so uh Durs is out there with his family. We're all hanging out, you know, kids are getting along well. It's great. So we go down uh, today this you know in the morning we head down to uh, Sandy Bay. It's it's just, uh, it's north. So we drive up there, park on the highway, walk down to the beach. They got a, 
guy, it's a bit of a nicer beach, whatever. Go down there, we're sitting there, you know, hanging out. All of a sudden, there's like this family, and they have this dinghy. And the fucking dinghy all gets away. And it's all in the water. And because of the, the water, I mean, it's going against the current because the wind is all pretty strong. And so this woman, she takes, they decide, it's like, and normally you'd be like, all right, you know what? It's fucking gone. Like, um, it's a dinghy. It's not very big. It's like, it's like, it's blowing away. It's all flipping over all, all with the wind. The wind's all <laughs> flipping it like over and over and over. And it's floating out to sea. This woman all jumps into one of these, like they have one of these little kayaks and she starts fucking just booting after the dinghy. My God, she went so fucking far. It all got scary for everybody on the beach. Did she get it? She had it? no life jacket. Did she get it? No, it kept oh. getting away from her. <laughs> oh, that's the end of the dinghy then. The fucking dinghy went so far, it got to a point where people were calling the cops to send the Coast Guard in because she had no life jacket. Oh, Jesus. I think she got back okay, but god damn it, she was at least like two kilometers out. Drama at the beach. Yeah, <laughs> it was hilarious. You know what, adults? Don't be stupid. Uh, I went to two events this weekend. Yeah. I'll talk about quickly. Uh, I went to a Blue Jays game. Nice. And uh, saw an inside the park home run to uh, take the lead. Nice. So that was good. I mean, as exciting as that's about as exciting as baseball can get. So that was okay. Good. It's good for you. You saw something exciting happen in yeah. baseball. Uh, also, something uh, else exciting today though. There was like a hat trick home run or some shit. Yeah, Do- Josh Donaldson hit three home runs. So yeah, nice. go Jay. Just, just two weeks till football. That's all I can think about. <laughs> You're uh, all excited. Uh, the other thing is, uh, I went to Counting Crows. Yes, that's right. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, I went to the Counting Crows show. Just a, f- a friend had tickets and asked yep. me to go, and I was like, oh, fuck it. Like, you know, yeah. Counting Crows. Uh, Molson Amphitheater in Toronto is a beautiful venue, especially when yep. it's nice evenings. Like, it's a big, obviously a big theater kind of with a roof over top and seating, and then they have a, a lawn in the back for general admission. Yep. So sitting in the lawn and you can see the skyline over to one side and the X is on so you can see the rides and nice. show is playing. So it's just a nice evening. Um, and, you know, you're going to hear a couple of songs that, you know, right? Yeah, of course. So they uh, the Counting Crows are, are playing their 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 set and uh, they sound good. Like, they're fine. I don't know a lot of stuff. They sound tight. Yeah. Right. Like they've been playing together long enough, I guess. Well, it's been, what, 20 years? Yeah. Right, so uh, you know things are going going all right, and uh, what's his name, Adam Duritz, yep, uh, is sounding okay. So things are good. So yes. it gets kind of to the the later end of the set, and they start breaking into like now they're just like hitting and hitting and hitting. Like it's here's the stuff you you all know, right? Here's what you know, yep. So they do Long December, <clears throat> and he's sitting there at the keyboard, and he's singing it, and he's singing all the words, but he's changing up like the cadence of the song. Uh, like he's kind of like, I'm gonna just do this version of it. All right. And I'm kind of like, I'm, I'm like, okay, like he's, I'm like he's singing it, and it's a little different, and like I don't need, I don't need the fucking band to play like it sounds like on the album. Yeah. I like some change to it when you go to see the live show. So yeah. it's, I'm cool with it. I'm like, okay, good, yeah. good, fine, right? Okay. So then they go into Mr. Jones, <laughs> and all I can describe is is this fucking dude singing it, is that he's like, he's fucking around. <laughs> he's like kind of singing some of the words, then he's holding the mic out to the crowd uh, a lot. And like, ugh. clearly, he can't hit the high notes anymore. No. So he's got the crowd singing those parts where he's got backup singers, and... 
saying the words, like <laughs> like monologuing the fucking lyrics, <laughs> like the whole way through to the to the point where I kind of like I'm just kind of sitting there dumbfounded, and the person I went with is like looks at me and is like, it's very clear. It's like yeah, like they know why I'm 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 annoyed. Yeah. Like I'm like you know what. I know you have to sing this fucking song every day forever yep. and, and like you've sung it thousands of times, but this is what people came to see. Yep. Like do your job. <laughs> like that's, that's how out of like out of sync it was. And with you're the, the counting song crows and you kind of don't have the, 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 the muscle to be able to do that. Yeah. Like just, I mean, you could pull that off if you're, well, let's say, you know, uh, fucking Bruce Springsteen. <laughs> Yeah. Or Eddie Vedder. You could probably pull that off for one of your hits. Because you have many songs that people know who are coming to see you. Many songs. Counting Crows got like a small handful. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, the part where like the, the big kind of climax right before they go to the last uh, bit of the song where he's like, you know, want to be someone to believe, to believe, to yeah. believe. Yeah. Doesn't even sing it. Like just kind of want to be someone. And then he just puts the mic down and it's like, I guess some of the crowd is singing it. But it's like, oh, uh, you know. Come on. Uh, and it's like, you know, he's like, Mr. Jones <laughs> and me, awesome. blah, 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 blah. Yeah. He's looking at you. Mm-hmm, well, you get what you pay for. Looking guess, at eh? me. It's like, all right. Well, anyway, so paying for the counting crows. So other than that, though, the, the, it was a, you know, it was a decent concert. Good way to spend a Friday night. But that's yep. been, uh, yeah, that's been my weekend. Good stuff. And now we got a long weekend coming up and yeah. so, yeah. But anyways, should so speaking to, of bad music. Should we get to the main event? Yes. So as we said at the start of the show, there's been talk about bad songs. Yes. Uh, we had we, this idea previously. Yes. We're not ganking this idea. No. We and we had this plan. I've had the songs for many days. It, this has been documented, I believe, on previous sleepovers that we said we would do this at some point. Yep. So this is our, our third tournament. Yes, sir, it is. So if you recall, what happens is we each have come to the table with uh, a list of songs. Yes. And what we're going to do is we're going to pit our songs against each other. Yep. And then take the matchups to Twitter for a poll. Yes. And so what we've done with our previous tournaments, one was just the tournament. The tournament. And the second one was the 80s tournament. Yep. Is that we have all the matchups, Twitter votes, and we go brackets all the way to the end until a winner is crowned. Yes. So in the original tournament, the winner was uh, Cult of Personality by Living Color. Yep. And in the 80s tournament, the winner was Pour Some Sugar on Me by Def Leppard. Yes. Both great, good, great songs. Yes. And so what has happened is each of us doesn't know what the other has brought. So we're going to go back and forth. One of us is going to play a song, and then the other person is going to say, okay, I think that this, this song from my list is the best matchup. Yes. Now, we've now in our old tournament, we had a total of 32 songs to start. This one, we're going to only go 16. We're going to, we're going to scale it back a little bit just to get, have it going a bit faster. Yeah. Uh, keep the focus on the tournament a little bit longer. So we're going to set the brackets this week, which means that, you know, the winner of round one is going to play the winner of round two in the second yeah. round, et cetera. Yeah. So 16 songs in total. You've brought 12. I've brought 10 in case there's crossover. Yeah. Just in case, just I have 12 to choose from. Yeah. We'll, we'll show you the ones we didn't play at the end. Now, the most important part of this, though. The twist. The twist for voting is <laughs> you have to vote on the worst song. Yeah, the song you dislike the most. You do not vote on the song you like. You vote on the song that you hate or that you think the, is the worst. 
The winner of the poll should be the song that is worse than the other one. So that's the important part for you voters. Yes. And we will try to make it clear in our Twitter polls and we'll see how things go. Which song is worse? And that's what we'll do. So we're we're gonna we're gonna go. We're just gonna go. We've picked um I, I'm assuming I have some pretty bad fucking songs. Oh, I do too. I have a nice I have a, a good mix um of different genres, I think. And uh so you know, you always come prepared. Uh, and so we're going to see how this thing plays out. I have different genres and I have uh, different timelines too. Excellent. And a couple of surprises. What I did for me was I tried to concentrate on anything kind of pre like 2010. Uh, I have nothing. I have nothing later than 2010 as far as I know, but I, I specifically, I, uh, to help me kind of get my brain rolling. I looked yeah. up like bad songs, seventies, bad songs, eighties, bad songs, nineties, etc. Of course, and that uh, really helped me. But um, oh yeah, yeah. I uh, had a few. I had a few. I knew I was going in with. Oh, so did I. And then I, I, I had I a few. Exactly. I had a few that weren't on those lists. But when my memory was jogged, I was like, oh yes, I have to put this on. Exactly. Uh, so who wants to start this time? Well, can you do a virtual coin flip? Um, I can't. How about I just start? Go ahead. Uh, so in this, uh, okay, so I will pick my first song. So let's Excellent. see here. I am going to go, I'm going to go with a heavy hitter. Oh, yes. Right away. Okay. I fucking hate this song. Oh, uh, LFO, summer, gir- summer Girls or whatever. Listen to these shit lyrics. Go for it. New kids on the block, had a bunch of hits. Chinese food makes me sick. I think it's fly when girls stop by for the summer. This should be called the non sequitur song. Oh, it's just a bunch of pop culture references. Yeah, he's like, Macaulay Culkin was home alone. Yeah. You know, you're, uh... Oh, this song is fucking rotten. Here we go. What? Oh, fuck off! God damn it! So what year is this? 1999 or 2000? Billy Shakespeare wrote a whole bunch of sonnets. Oh, I think it was 99. I remember hearing this uh, being on a... When we were on our, on our uh, SummerSlam trip. I think you referenced it. That's the first time I heard about the song. Fucking terrible. Yeah. So anyways, that was definitely that... a thought of mine. It's not on my list. So, um, but doesn't mean I don't think it's. Here's the other thing. I he just... I picked twelve, but there's a lot more that I think are terrible, and I, I did not cover all the songs I think are bad. Oh, me too. And he just referenced, by the way, um, that Michael J. Fox was Alex P. Keaton. Ugh. Like he's like, oh, you're super fly and you're super rad. Just a bunch. Of uh, Uncle white Phil was bros. a big fat dad. Like it's yeah. like you're yeah, just a bunch of white bros, you know, uh, doing their pseudo rapping. Yeah. Oh, it's just terrible. So LFO, anyways. bad stuff. Um, so what do you got? What do you got to match it up with, though? Well, you know, I, I'm glad I didn't go with it because I didn't want to pick stuff that I thought you might pick. So I'm glad I didn't go with it. I, I'm gonna pick one of the ones that I didn't originally pick in my top eight. I'm gonna go with my number eleven here. Bring ding ding ding, so this is uh, Sugar Ray. Uh huh. With every morning. Oof. Same year, I believe. I believe so. You know, I didn't mind Fly. No. I didn't. It's not that good, but this is way worse. Yeah. 
Here, take a listen. I know it's not mine, but I see if I can use it for the weekend or a one-night stand. Uh, There's fucking record scratching in it. It's fucking terrible. Well, and it's... Nor baby, don't say a word. Ugh! Well, and you know, like, they... Because the rest of their albums are like... Yeah. Well, at least their first album had a lot of uh, a lot of rock yeah. tunes in it, a lot of alternative rock and modern rock shit. Uh, then they then Fly hit, and so they just tried to replicate that for the rest of their career. So here we go. That's every morning. Sugar Ray. Bad. I think you probably wouldn't like, lose this one, but uh, God. I thought it might be a good matchup. I will say this, though. Mark McGrath fucking ruled on uh, on Rock and Roll Jeopardy. Well, yeah. Just amazing. He parlayed he parlayed a shitty band into a decent uh, game show and reality career, so good for him. <laughs> All right, so there's your first matchup. Which is the worst of the two? LFO, yes. Summertime Girls, or Sugar Ray every morning? Ugh. And now uh, you get to pick a song. It's over to me. Round I'm gonna two. Pull, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, yeah, I'm going to pull a, a heavy hitter here. Okay. My number one track, and you'll know it right out of the gate. <laughs> Crossover. Let it run. Oh, here we go. I've got your email. Oh my god. Okay, where to begin? This song, by the way, like the first thing you're probably gonna think if you haven't heard this before is, what fucking year was this? I can tell you right now. This was bad the first time I heard it when the content was at least somewhat relevant. Yeah, like 2001. Yeah. 2000, 2001. Um, Prozac, a Canadian uh, pop dance group uh, duo who were cartoons, I guess, was their gimmick. Yes. And the song is www.nevergetoveryou. And it's all about uh, fucking c- cyber drama. Here we go. And uh, as bad as it is so far, they probably use the worst sound effect ever here. Yep. Ah! <laughs> oh, Jesus. Here, let, let the next verse go in here. Here we go. You made it clear to me. Describe your fear to me. Wait till he gets till he stays up all night. Oh, yes. Here we go, right here. I stayed up all night. Construction website. Oh my god. He stayed up all night constructing websites. So click on our fight and watch him crying. That little ow is from a program that people used to use called ICQ. Ugh. Which is disgusting. Which is a, uh, oh, we just miss it and stay on the internet. (laughs) Oh, so bad. All right, that's a terrible song. I had that on my list right away, too. All right, good. I'm glad I got a chance to play it. www.nevergetoveryou. All right. What will I uh, pair this up You got to counter it. I do have to counter it. Uh, I am going to counter it with this. All right. Here. Oh. <laughs> You're already. I know it. <laughs> it gets worse. Ugh. Oh, 
So this song is called Blow My Whistle. <laughs> so bad. Actually, I believe the whole... I don't know if the whole name of it is Blow My Whistle, Bitch. I, I couldn't tell you. Oh, there you go. Fucking whistling. Well... The blowing, like the blowing, (laughs) the blowing part is like clearly like a blowjob reference. Yes. So it's violent. Yes. And it's got this stupid fucking whistle. This is terrible. And it's fucking shit. (laughs) Okay. Oh god. There you go. That's DJ Alligator. (laughs) (laughs) DJ Alligator. Uh, Yes. So round. Um, well, yeah, you know that's a good matchup because it is so, that your song is so fucking vile. <laughs> yes. So, so you know you're gonna give Prozac a run for its money. Uh, yes, I am. I, I have to say, uh, a person who was a fan of this song, yep, uh, was a certain individual who lived in 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 Ottawa who didn't have nice things to say about the Cajun man's car. <laughs> Just so, so you yeah, know, great. All right. I'll enjoy that one. Uh, so uh, there you go. Matchup number two. Prozac. www.nevergetoveryou. By the way, not nevergetoveryou.com. No, no, no. Just it's an address that would never work. <laughs> I assume because maybe it was taken already and they couldn't use it. I don't know. You know actually. what? Hold on here. I'm going to type it in. Never. Oops. It's probably because they didn't fit the lyric. .com. Okay. I'm putting in nevergetoveryou.com just to see though. Yeah. Uh, it is for sale. Okay, so it's probably just the lyric. There you it, go. It wouldn't fit. Of course. com. <laughs> <laughs> Against DJ Alligator's Blow My Whistle, bitch. Excellent. All right. Oh, God. All right, uh, my next song. Okay. And I'm already down one because you uh, stole yes. a heavy hitter from me. Uh Okay. I, this one, um, this one is going to be a big surprise. Okay. It was, uh, it was never on the radio, but you'll know it right away. Okay. Yo, you dealing with the X Factor? I got a All right. God, that's terrible. So what you need to know about this is this is a wrestler's theme song. Yes. It is with it's for X Pac when he when he was with uh Just Incredible. Yep. And, and Albert. Albert. Yep. And they made a group called X Factor. Yes. And Uncle Cracker <laughs> yes. has this song, and at the start he says, I know you hate X Factor. Well, the funny thing about this song is that it's an Uncle Cracker song that he doesn't actually say that. They just overdubbed X Factor on top of it. Ah, okay. It's an existing Uncle Cracker song that he licensed to them, I assume. And they were so, it was just so, they just they just put X Factor over top of the actual lyric he said. Oh. Awful. Ugh. It's, it's, it's pure garbage. Oh, oh all right. Ugh. Oh. Bad. Oh, yeah, you can hear it. Yeah, it's not It's not what he says. It, that makes it worse. All right. They so, couldn't even get, like, an X a guy to sing X Factor. They just took his song and fucking changed it. So there you go, Uncle Cracker's X Factor. What are you well, going to imagine? Well, this is perfect it? because I'm able to counter with, you know, it's not exactly the same, but it's along the same lines, and it features uh, 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 someone that, uh, we've been, that I enjoy talking about lately. So for me, it will be... Uh, number four. 
Just let it run. <laughs> Oh no! Just wait for the words. Uh huh. Gonna be great. All right, here we go. All right, hitman. There's no way to make this easy. Well, this is uh, Brett the Hitman Hart. Is this you start the fire? No, this is uh, never been a good time to say goodbye. Oh, my God. Off the uh, WrestleMania Slam Jam album. I'm assuming he's uh, kind of speaking to a ring rat. I'm not sure. <laughs> or his wife. I don't know. Uh. I, had to, I had to go with Brett because I was like, you know... Brett's classic, and here he is uh, talking, not really singing. Oh my god. (laughs) This, of course, somebody in 1993 decided this would be a good idea. That's horrid. Somebody in 93 decided this style of music was uh, was good and then you know let's put brett talking about how it's hard to say goodbye oh well it's still I, I i assume it's about you know t- saying goodbye to his wife when he goes on the road mm. you know maybe to do all his tight ring work maybe his kids maybe his kids maybe his kids i don't know about his wife yeah <laughs> yeah you know uh who knows right maybe he's uh singing it about all the titles because he legitimately feels bad when he has to give them up <laughs> y'all, y'all can't it's it's so hard to say goodbye to the title that he's that he's been booked to lose. Well, it, it was right. That was his downfall. So all right, so we have uh, Uncle Cracker with I guess it's called X Factor. I guess so. Against what is it? Bret Hart. Bret Hitman Hart. Uh-huh. Never been a good time to say goodbye. All right, so that's matchup number three. Great. And of course, it's a sleepover. There has to be wrestling references. Of course, so. of course. So we look forward to that poll. Oh, I should mention one more thing. Fucking uh, RIP in peace to Mr. Fuji. That's right. The Fuji, the stooge. Yeah. Has passed away. So there you go. I was When I was watching WrestleMania 10, I was like, I think he's still alive. Well, now we know. Oh, now he is not. So As there you go. Yesterday. All right. It's oh, yours. it's me now. Oh, it's over to me for matchup number four. Matchup number four. Oh, God. Okay. What do I, what do I want to get in here? By the way, I guess I should write these down. Uh, so anyways, go ahead. All right. Well, I'm going to go with that. You know, I had to put in one of these. It's, it's an egregious fucking song that I'm pretty sure most people can agree, uh, how bad it is. Uh, play my number two. (laughs) Yep. Uh, Ah, this is Michael Jackson and Paul McCartney. Oh, yeah. Doing the girl is mine. Um, there's a few things about this. First of all, two guys that should know better. Like two absolute legends in music. Recording this garbage. And it's on fucking Thriller, for God's sakes. I know, right? The doggone girl is mine. And the video, they're all they're all riding a fucking apple cart all chatting. Terrible. <laughs> Terrible. Like, no, not Apple Cart. They're like traveling salesmen selling fucking snake oil. <laughs> Back when, 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 when Wacko, Jacko, and Maka were all buddies. 
Uh, can I go to, can I scrub to the conversation? Yes. Yes. So they have this fucking song, but then we've got, we've got to hear them have a conversation about it. Of course you do. Michael Jackson's like, uh, well, if you, if you go with her, I'm going to take all the fucking Beatles lyrics. Yeah. (laughs) Take your old catalog. I'm going to gank your catalogs from underneath your nose. I believe it's right here. All right, here we go. Ugh. She's mine. Ugh. I love a sing-song argument. Ugh. This is just putrid. I bet you that girl is like, fuck this. These two fucking nerds. I'm going to go with Prince. <laughs> yes! <laughs> yes! <laughs> Amazing. All right. Maybe here we go. Again, a reminder, this is on Thriller. Yeah. Michael, it's just going still there. We're not going to fight. Okay. Well, I think I told you. I'm a uh. fighter. I've heard it all before, Michael. She told me that I'm her forever lover, you know. Don't you remember? Well, after loving me, she said she couldn't love another. That what she said? She said it. You so basically, this girl fucked Michael Jackson and Paul McCartney. <laughs> oh, you know what? Like, even just listening to it now, it all my blood is fucking boiling. <laughs> I can't believe Quincy Jones didn't just fucking put his foot down. <laughs> Be like, come on, Mike, come on. You can't do this. That, that's... Like, put this out as a single on your own, please. Uh, that This is a Paul McCartney piece of work. Let's be honest. Oh, God. Yeah, well, the influence is there. God. Yeah. Okay. The doggone girl is mine. Fuck it. All right, let's see what you oh can come up God. with. Oh, my God. I don't even. Oh, do I have? Okay, I've got something. All right. So this is Taco. Ah. With putting on the Ritz. Disgusting. <laughs> there we go. Putting on the Ritz. Ugh. I think some people like this song, but I don't. Hey, I don't know how you Here's, like this song. Except it's got robot voices. Here we go. Okay, that's okay. Yeah. So that might be okay. And there's... I'll, I'll scrub to the instrumental. Deeper, deeper. <laughs> Here we go. It's not even good. (laughs) It's terrible. This was a single. Oh my god, a hit single. Yeah. Nah, just just gross. Alright, so there you go. (laughs) The Girl is Mine by Paul McCartney and Michael Jackson against Putting on the Ritz by Taco. That would be round four. Oh my god. Ah, uh, okay. So now right. I gotta I gotta pick round five. Yes, you do. Um I have to play this one. This All one, right. I <laughs> I don't think you would have ever expected this. Okay. But I think you're going to die. Okay.
just give it time. Oh, God damn it. Disgusting. <laughs> Those fucking songs where they have that guy narrating. Uh, we're, we're getting to the good stuff. Yep. Come on, bring it. Now, Fever, you trucking with a rubber duck, and I'm about to pull a plug on your brain. Now, of course... That is disgusting and bad. Now, of course, my familiarity oh, my, my familiarity with this is totally based on Simpsons. Yep. When uh, Bart buys the fucking radio... Yep. They, with the mic that you, can, that you can speak through. Yep. And Homer's like, well, we can make good use of this. We got a great big console. And, of course, the version that you and I sang... When we yeah. drove to Chicago in 2002, and whenever we'd see a whole bunch of pickup trucks on the freeway, yeah. we got Rick Big Convoy across the USA. Convoy. <laughs> so there you go, Convoy. That is so bad. Here we go. Convoy. Oh, it's... You know what? Everything about it just is 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 not good. <laughs> I uh, by the way, I pulled the clip of Homer singing "Convoy," so I'll put it on the cart wall. It was um, back in the day, I guess, during the big craze of CB radios. I guess so. It was like a thing. It's like everybody wanted to be Smokey and the Bandit. <laughs> All right. So, so to you... counter that, I, I've been thinking about it while we were listening, and it was one of the ones. Another one where I wasn't quite prepared to play it, but I think I'm going to have to go with it. My number nine. Of course. Ugh. A song about fucking. Yep. Find my baby, gonna hold her tight, gonna grab some afternoon delight. And this is not a shocking voice. I mean, this is a, a reviled song. Replace the word delight with vagina. Yeah. And that's what he's singing. This is the Starland vocal band. Yep. With that name, you knew there'd be nothing good could come of it. With Afternoon Delight. Now, when she's singing it, replace Delight with cock. Yeah. Um, most notable, it kind of not like recently in, in Arrested Development. Being sung kind of uh, unironically by people who shouldn't be singing it. Like, uh, you know, uh, uncles and, and, and nieces. Yep. And nephews and aunts. That's right. <laughs> and of course, also in uh, what should we call it, Anchorman? Yes, that's right. Mm-hmm. So there you go. I think it's a good matchup. It's a kind of similar eras. So there you go. We got uh, convoy. Couple of AM radio. Uh, couple of AM radio battle here. Yes, convoy <laughs> against Who's afternoon delight. Uh, convoy is by C. W. McCall. Nice. Uh, and now it is over to you to pick. The first song for round six. Round six. Let me just uh, take a look at my list here. All right, I'm going to pull out something. Uh, this one, I don't know if anybody's going to know. And if you know it, I'm kind of question, like, <laughs> that you know it. If you, if you well, know this you song. you know it. Well, no, I, I found it by looking it up 
and and being hip to it through my um, looking for it for this show purposes only. Um, listen to it. It's, it. It takes a bit to get going. It's, uh, I'm going to just say right out of the gate that it's Duran Duran uh, because you need the context before it starts. So number three. Let it hit here. This is Duran Duran covering 911. It's a joke. <laughs> I don't even know what the fuck to say. <laughs> One of the worst songs I've ever heard. Because you know what? A lot of these bands, it's like they, 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 they write a song and they're trying to do a good job. Duran Duran just took a fucking rap song, like a rap classic, and all like ruined it. There's no irony to this. Well, None. It's, it's just a sellout job. It's Duran Duran in 95. Or like, you know what? I think like we, we could do a fucking rap song. Mm-hmm. Seriously. Oh, Jesus Christ. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, boy. I, I saw it and I was like, I got, I have to put this on. They, they actually did a, a version of White Lines as well. It, it didn't sound quite as bad. It was still bad. Well, I have no covers, uh, but I do have uh, a sellout song. All right. Uh, so this is Adam's Groove by MC Hammer. Oh, it's so bad. A rap song written for that Adam's Family movie from the early 90s. Oh, it's so bad. My God. Oh, Jesus. It's, 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 I, I can't even listen to it. <laughs> a bad song by a bad rapper written for a bad movie. Oh, it's got all the, it's got all the uh, elements you need to put it into the tournament. Uh, yeah. So there you go. Oh my God. Nine... I forgot about that song. Adam's groove. Uh, it not, it, it doesn't groove in any way. <laughs> 911 is a joke by Duran Duran <laughs> against Adam's groove by MC Hammer. I, I think that we are putting out some very bad songs, so this will this will be fun. Uh, all right, here's one that. Oh, whatever. Let me just see what I have left. I have that one. I have that one, and I have that one. I have three left, right? Okay. Uh, right. This one um, has to be here. All right. Bro, let's just pull oh, from YouTube. Up, so, yeah, I'm ready. Give I'm it a just second. Okay. Yeah. Well, Nokia and Jazz is on the Baltimore bus with Reggie but Wood's going to fly it. Yeah, man, I'm not Daddy. thinking about it because we're just sitting there. And I'm just, what, hold Daddy. on, dude. Wondering. What, wait, hold, hold on, dog. What's up? What's this? <laughs> I know what it is. <laughs> God. Do you know what it is? Not yet. Is that not a ladies know? 
what guys talk about. You know, the finer things in life. No, you'll know what it is right now. Check it out. Oh God! <laughs> I know what it is. Fucking thong song. Yep. Oh my God. Oh, this song is shit. Uh, 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 oh my God. And we know what we're getting to, so we'll just let it get there. Yeah. There you go, the thong song by Cisco. <laughs> the uh, the little baby at the start when he's when they're like, "Daddy, what's this?" has a thong. That's terrible. Yeah, it's uh, terrible. The Everything wor- about it is so bad. The, the worst part about this song, if there can be something that's pointed out as the worst, is in the last part where the background is just the guy over and over again going thong 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 thong. Well, Cisco claims credit that he brought like thongs in the mainstream. Um, no. Yeah, he says that nobody knew about thongs until him. So um, there you go. I'll tell you something. Me and Mistopheles. Yep. When we would go uh, to, to 80s night. Yep. We had two terms. <laughs> you know one of them. Yep. PLA. <laughs> <laughs> oh, PLA. Uh, but then Mistoff came up with OTA. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so <laughs> Yeah. So PLA is panty line action. OTA is obvious thong action. <laughs> <laughs> oh god. Uh so that was before this song came out. Yes. So there you go. <laughs> so anyways, uh I started off with The Thong Song by Cisco. Oh my god. Um you know, I'm struggling here. Um of what to put. <laughs> So I'm, I'm trying to get a good matchup. I, I think I'm going to lose this one. So I'm going. I'm just going to uh, let's go with uh, number six. I gotta find my dookie booty. She got a big old dookie booty. I gotta find my dookie booty. She got a big old dookie This wait. I gotta find my dookie booty. She got a big old dookie booty. I gotta find my dookie booty. She got a big old dookie booty. And this is the whole song. Um, this is uh, what DJ D Man and Billy Boy doing dookie booty. Oh my God! I know this song from when I went. I was in Chicago uh, about 2000, and we went. Uh, we were there with our uh, advertising class at Red River, and we went on a trip. And uh, we were on. We went to watch a taping of Jenny Jones, and they were doing like a. I used to be, you know, uh, a dork, but now I'm hot. And so these 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 women or men would get on stage, and they they'd shake it to Dookie Booty. And they were gonna have you as a guest, but you were still a dork. Woo! Yeah. No, no. Uh, Dookie Booty, of course, is uh, booty is spelled uh, D P O O D Y. Oh my God. Dookie Booty. Here we go. That's it. That's the fucking song. All right. It's uh, it, it won't win, but it'll make you pause. Thong song. And just think about a truly terrible song against Dookie Booty. <laughs> Dookie Booty. Oh God! All right, you get to pick the last song for the last matchup. Yep, here's one that I had to have. Um, it had to be in here. It's so fucking bad. 
It's 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 terrible, and the lyrics are some of the worst I've ever heard. Number seven. She don't care about my car. <laughs> and she don't care about my money. Ugh. And that's real good, cause I don't got a lot to spend. Oh, this is uh if I did, it was what is it? Blessed Union of Souls. She likes oh. me for me. Leonardo, She Likes Me For Me by Blessed Union of Souls. Another now, one of these, let's just drop pop culture references into a fucking song. Is it Leonardo DiCaprio? Yep. That's who he's singing to. Hey, Leonardo. Looks like Leonardo. Yep. There's a part in this song, and I won't make you scrub too, because it's too hard to find, but he talks about, she likes me for me, blah, 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 not because of something, or because I'm such a hottie. <laughs> I, I can't stand it. Oh, just a break. You don't care about all my DVDs. The places she ain't never been. Oh, there's sound effects in it. It's bad. Oh. So anyway, there you go. She likes me for me. Here's the Leonardo lyric. Alright, uh, enough with that. The guy who played in Fargo, I think his name is Steve. So Steve Buscemi. Yeah. Tyson Beckford, Leonardo. I'm such a hottie. Oh, disgusting. Uh alright, so I have two songs left. Yeah, what are you gonna match up with? I'm gonna have to match up with this. We've talked about this one before, but I right. brought it. Yes. I got two sets of lyrics for you. The first one is at the very beginning. Yeah. This is, of course, live. This is live. Freaks. Yep. Here's how it starts. If the mother goes to sleep with you. Ugh. We are running to Colorado. <laughs> what? <laughs> if the mother bears your children without tears, without the usual cost of labor. The usual cost of labor. Remember that. Remember that. Um, I don't even know what to t- fucking tell you. Like this is a secret Samadhi. This we talked about it before. This it's is an worst. album yeah. full of hideous lyrics, and this one eclipses everything by miles. Oh yes. Oh yes. And it, they released it as a fucking single. I can't believe it. Huh? Well, you got well, they're talking about freaks. So freaks. Anyways, let's go to the part. Go to the other part there, because it's bad. Whoops. Here's the scrub. Here we go. Oh, it just jumps ahead. There we go. Alright. <laughs> the word oh, physically hurts. That's that's like top five bad things in a song. <laughs> Oh. Labor, 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 labor. And like live, you know, for a while wasn't a bad band, but oh my god. You know, there's the, Malcolm Gladwell sometimes talks about the tipping point. Yes. And I, I, I feel like with this band, it, it started here, even though it, you know, they kind of had a solid outing after this distance to here. It kind of, the career went down the toilet. It sure as fuck did. So there you wow, go. Great matchup. So shall we uh, go through everything? Well, yeah, we'll, what we'll do is we'll uh, we'll go through it, 
And then we can uh, play some of the stuff that didn't make the cut. All right. So you'll be seeing in matchups this week. Yes. Summertime Girls by LFO against Every Morning by Sugar Ray. Yeah, I think I think you get that one as a worse song. Uh, but we'll see what the, what the voters think. Never Get Over You. Sorry, www.nevergetoveryou by Prozac. <laughs> by Blow My Whistle by DJ Alligator. It's got to be the Prozac song. I think so. Uh, we get the Uncle Cracker fucking X-Factor theme. Ugh. Against Bret Hart monologuing about losing something. And what was the song? <laughs> uh, never Too Late. No, Never Bitten. It was, oh, God. Um, I missed my world title and not my wife. <laughs> Never been a right time to say goodbye. All right. <laughs> then we have Paul McCartney and Michael Jackson with The Girl Is Mine against Putting on the Ritz by Taco. Oh, my God. Uh, Convoy by C.W. <laughs> McCall against Afternoon Delight by the Starlight Vocal Band. Oh, God. Round six, Duran Duran, 911 is a joke against MC Hammer's Adam's Groove. <laughs> The oh. the thong song by Cisco thong, da, dong, 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 <laughs> dong. against Dookie Booty by who? Uh, what D uh, DJ fucking hang on a sec DJ D Man and Billy Boy. <laughs> and finally, uh, Blessed Union of Souls, Hey Leonardo, she likes me for me against yep. Live Freaks. Oh, just. A cavalcade of, of, of musical disasters. So those matchups will be on uh, t- the Twets all week long. Yes. For you to vote on. Vote for the worst song. We want the worst song to win this tournament. Yes. We will get this we tournament done. To in, lose the tournament. We will get this in, done in two weeks because these are the quarterfinals. No, these are not the quarter. Yeah, they are. Right? Quarterfinals? Yeah. So... Are they quarters? Yeah, there'll be four songs left. Uh, no, it's wait. not the quarters. It's not the quarters. There'll be eight songs left. So this is so the round of 16. The, yeah. Round of 16. Which will happen this week, and then the quarter, semis, and final will happen in one week. They'll happen yeah. next week. Yeah, we'll just, we'll, we'll, we'll get it going. We so, always lose steam with the tournament, so we might as well get it, get it all packed in real quick. Yeah, so go and make that shit happen, and, uh, we want to hear, we want to hear other suggestions, because we both have bad songs still left in the arsenal, and we yep. want to hear about your, shit songs too because we may use them in a tournament down the road we may do this one again <laughs> yeah so, I, I do still want to i still want to play some more songs because there's plenty of bad songs to go around yeah so so now you brought uh i got four you have four left four yeah. eh? yeah you didn't cross over and i only have one so let's hear let's hear two of yours and then one of mine and then two of yours sounds good okay what do i want to end on well let's go with my number 12 okay <laughs> it's just my look. <laughs> uh, VIP and good, good Canadian boys doing just my luck. A terrible Take a song. Terrible. Uh, boy band. A Canadian boy band. It's, oh. it's never a good, uh, never a good thing. This is fucking shit. Terrible. Terrible. So there you go. Probably not this one. And it's just a song about like, oh, I was with a girl, but she didn't want to be with me because it's just my look. Yeah. Uh-uh. Um, All right. And then we got uh, this one here, which is number nine, ten, number ten. ten. <laughs> David Wilcox. Yes. Laying pipe. Uh, another one of those songs about fucking. My brother's 
Oh my oh. god. It's it's bad, and the singing is terrible, and the lyrics are the. Are Wait, brutal. if this is a metaphor, his brother got him into fucking. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. <laughs> it's bad. But we gotta get to the core. Yeah, go go to it because. Here we go. Oh my god. I'm laying pipe. <laughs> laying pipe. I'm working so hard. It's it's like you think this is a novelty song, but this guy has albums oh, of music. Here we go. To satisfy that woman. Yeah, it's like the double entendre, right? Like he's laying pipe to pay for all the stuff she wants because he works so hard and you know his woman just wants to spend his money. And he's also laying pipe by fucking. It's terrible. So, my song is from a string of songs that I first heard on a trip to um, Minneapolis. Okay. In 2002. Oh, God. A bunch of rap songs. Okay. One of them, which I don't have on here, was a song, and people will know it. It's the No Matter What I Do, I Always Think About My Boo. Oh, God. I don't God. know if you know this one. But in it, I, oh, no, 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 that's not that one. It's There's another one. There's a one, um, let me think about this. Um, no, there's one where, sorry, there's one where it's like a guy and a girl going back and forth and they're like, uh-huh, oh yeah, all right, come on, we're going <laughs> to get it on tonight, all right? But the guy, the guy raps, and when he raps, he's like, basically like, you know, I'm going to treat you right, you need a guy who's going to respect you and treat you right, plus I can also lay the pipe. <laughs> so bad. So anyways, I, I love that lyric. Yeah. But another song. That I heard for the first time yeah. on that trip was uh, this one. <laughs> Move, bitch, get out the way. Uh, get out so the way, bitch, get out the way. Move, bitch, get out so it's the just way. moving get out getting the out of the way. Get out of the yeah. way. Yeah. Move, bitch, get out the way. I'm sure lots of people like this song. I don't know why. Horrible. It's fucking hideous. I just want to hear what the lyrics are for a second. Yeah, let's hear it. Yeah, it's pretty bad. Oh, oh. Okay. Pressing <laughs> you on the motherfucking Move, forehead. Move, oh, bitch. Get out the way. Uh, so, yeah. I have a I have a closing song, by the way. So Okay, good. So, yeah. well, I got two more here. Yeah. Um, we'll go with my number eight. Okay. Let me tell you my story. I've got a man-sized predicament. <laughs> and it's a big one. Goes like this. Yeah. This Domino by Kiss. Uh, Gene Simmons doing the lead vocals on this track. So it's terrible. And uh, yeah, there's a, a break in the in the later on in the song. Where it's all every uh, every damn time it's the same damn thing. Girls been girl bends over and I forget my name. Well it's bitch bends over. And then he goes ow and then the bass goes beep <laughs> <laughs> Domino. The virgin. 
This gets played on the radio, and I, I just don't understand. This is Kiss. It's shit. <laughs> That's Domino. And then, um, because you have a final song, I'll go right into my next one. We, uh, for my last one that I didn't play, and I kind of wish I could have, but we go some local flavor. And if you don't know what it is when I say local flavor, you just think about the worst song ever produced by Winnipeg Band. Here's number five. <laughs> With the worst fucking title, too, right? Oh, here we go. Once there was this kid who oh. got into an accident and caught in couple's school. Another single. I know. A monster single in the States. This broke them. I turned from black into bright white. White. Like, everything about this song is bad. Did I tell you I fucking got dragged to a concert by them? No. Oh, I did. No. I did. The only good part was I went with a lady friend back in the, you know, whenever the time was at the Walker Theater. Yeah. I was sitting with another guy who was dragged there with a lady friend, and me and the guy just fucking cracked wise on the band all night. Oh, cracking wise on Crash Test Dummies would be a lot of fun. You know what? And it, it's just sickening. Then he sat down, Brad Roberts is like, you know, I'm going to write a, just a few little tales for you. <laughs> and then I'm just going to hum the fucking chorus. I, I should have played it, honestly, because it's so bad. Oh, that is. It probably would have won the whole fucking thing. Because people hate this song. Uh, yes, they do. And it could have. Maybe for yeah. next time. Missed opportunity. Ah, uh, here we go. Nice. So this probably could have gone on the list, but it's yep. not widely known. Uh, so I didn't have it on. It's a song called Rumors. Yep. By the Timex Social Club. Oh, God. And it's about uh, don't spread rumors, kids. No, don't spread rumors. Uh, it's so... okay, though, if you want to slag a bunch of bands and have a tournament. <laughs> yeah, and talk the worst shit about song them. ever and make fun of people. That's okay. Yes, of course. Mm-hmm. You know. I mean, most of these people that we played today made money off their songs. I mean, probably not the Hitman. <laughs> no, Vince made money off that. The Vince, or maybe, probably not. But but the Hitman didn't see a fucking dime. No, of course not. Everybody else made a little bit of cash off their singles, their songs. So you know. So Duran Duran. I'm not so sure. <laughs> uh, 1995, they put that song out. So uh, this has been the Mezzanine Sleepover Worst Songs Tournament. Go vote over at Mezzanine Sleepover on Twitter. We've got polls Absolutely. up right away. We're going to post this show. It'll be there Monday like your Monday morning when you're up. Yeah. Because I'm going to post and this again, shit right away. We and don't uh, we don't profess that these are the worst songs ever. These are just, this is a tournament to determine who, which of the worst songs in this tournament is, is the worst. That's, yeah. that's all. Yeah, so go do it. Tell us about bad songs next week. We're going to talk Return of the Jedi with our old pal, Phil. Yes, we are. So and that- uh, it's, a, it's a bit of a surprising podcast, honestly. Yes. It's, so- it's, it's uh, spoiler alert, it's not entirely positive. <laughs> it's our usual going praise yeah. of fucking well, Star Wars. We, well, after Empire and A New Hope. Yes, yes. We, we, we've kind of come down a little bit off the cloud, you know, <laughs> folks. So uh, I am at Slip with Five Eyes or Sleep. At megamix.com, all one word. We'll see you out out in the Twitter world. Piz out. Cool. Bye bye.
Somebody starting to 